I lay on my bed and tried to sleep, like the freak suggested, but I couldn't divert my mind from the summer of fourteen years ago when I'd started going out with Rory McManus. Marchman Edinburgh it was. I was nineteen. Johnny and I had been apart for three months. For the first few weeks I phoned his dad several times. He's in the mine in the middle of the desert with no phone, ken what I mean? I turned up at Spider's garage while he was making a cup of sugary tea. Cat, it's over. Stop embarrassing yourself. I found the address of some Australian mines and sent letters to seven of them. The contents of all seven letters were much the same, although reading through them after they'd been returned later, I realised how much they had increased in desperation towards the middle and then diminished. Please get in touch, Johnny. I just need to talk. What are you doing? Who are you with? Johnny, I feel lonely. I'm writing this to myself now, I think. Cat, it's over. Stop embarrassing yourself. I don't know why I behaved like this. In truth, I'd wanted it over as much as Johnny had. But it was agony, losing the only forehead that had willingly pressed itself against mine for well over five minutes. After a couple of weeks of desperation, I moved on. I joined the hill-walking, wine appreciation, pottery and Gilbert and Sullivan societies. I found a netball team that didn't know about my lifetime ban. They were based in St Andrews, and I had to drive two hours twice a week to train and play, but it was worth it. I got myself together, ditching societies one by one as I slowly regained my self-respect. I'd lost touch with Anna, but knew from Mum that she was in Bristol doing a journalism traineeship with the BBC. Mum liked Anna. They talked on the phone sometimes. I started getting distinctions in my fine art degree. Then Aunt Becky died, leaving me enough for a deposit on a tenement flat in student-crammed Marchmont. It was there I found my true calling. Oh my God! Rory squealed, beholding the gorgeousness of the one-bedroom flat I'd given a quick fix to using paint and MDF mostly. You inherited some money eight weeks ago, he said, and you've already bought and sold. How is that possible? Anything is possible, I answered. Rory McManus was a student at Edinburgh too. We met during a Freshers Week pub crawl imaginatively called the Old Town Pub Crawl. In fact, the only university friends I ever made were those I'd met on that particular pub crawl. I wonder what life would have been like if I'd chosen the new town pub crawl instead. We had been friends for over a year. I was a taken woman to start with, and then a bit depressed, and then a bit manic and scary. Rory was gay, or so I'd thought. You what? He screeched over an expensive dinner on the shore in Leith. We were celebrating the ludicrous price I got for the flat. If you're straight, then I'm uncomplicated, I dared. I spent dessert testing Rory's sexuality. He loved Kylie Minogue, remembered the date of his parents' wedding anniversary, sat down to pee, ate passion fruit and made regular appointments for back crack and sack waxing. He was a Scottish socialist. His mother was a Labour politician and a well-known feminist, so his views weren't macho. I would never in a million years have believed he was straight if he hadn't administered the most patient, creative and expertly managed cunnilingus I'd ever experienced. I'd get him to draw diagrams and spread the word, if he wasn't dead. 
Find me a gay man willing and able to do that, he'd said afterwards, and I'll gazump those idiots who got your flat for ten grand over the asking. He could have too, because despite his regular attendance at angry gatherings that demanded social change, Rory's family also happened to have a fuckload of cash. I was with Rory at the age of 19 to 23. He called me his breath of fresh air. While the years with Johnny had varied in texture and quality, Rory and I were at loggerheads from very early on. To start with, I attended all the rallies he helped organise. I spent weekend mornings on buses and afternoons in seas of placards. I stuck notices on lampposts and yelled, Bread not circuses! in George Square. I signed